That wasn't a bad thing, necessarily, except that it was 1988, and art was a spoil of war for Wall Street and Madison Avenue guys in Armani, who made up the bulk of our eligible dates. Their staggering bonuses had already purchased new duplexes with marble bathrooms and climate-controlled wine closets, where they could properly store their requisite cases of Chateau Margaux. One guy I knew liked to make a ceremony of opening a prize bottle, then chugging it as his friends cheered him on. You could just imagine what he'd be like in bed. More important than owning wine, however, was owning art. Preferably a major piece by a hot Soho star, though it would be useless, of course, unless it matched the custom-made couch. Those details were left up to the decorator, That's what the guys were paying her for, after all. She would buy all the right things and then tell her clients what they were, so they could tell everyone else at cocktail parties. It didn't take me long to realize that knowing nothing didn't look half bad when set upon a landscape of cash. Besides a lack of cash, my immediate problem was that after two years of hard labor at Jolie magazine— fetching coffee and telling the publisher that the senior editors were in meetings when they were really at the plaza, in bed with the guys from ad sales, I had become the leading candidate for the position of arts and entertainment editor. These days, it seems that Joe Lee has been around forever, but it only began in 1986. The new thing, fresh from Paris, Apparently, pictures of models jumping in the air wearing $5 t-shirts and $3,000 organza skirts were just what the world had been waiting for, and Jolie's instant success sent editors at the other women's magazines into a competitive frenzy. We were off base in one way, though, and that was the reason why someone who knew nothing about art was being considered for the position of arts and entertainment editor— Unlike other fashion magazines, Jolie had a policy that kept movie stars off the cover. We used models only. This was because Jean-Louis, our art director and aesthetic heir of Roman Polanski, decreed most female stars over 21 to be old and ugly. Banned from cover consideration, none of the big names would come near us, which meant that the editor with the fancy title would spend many miserable hours on the phone each day listening to desperate publicists pitch star wannabes for a measly three paragraphs and a headshot. To be fair, I hadn't really spent my entire time at Jolie fetching coffee, though it often felt that way. During my second year, I was promoted to assistant editor, on the same day that Les Miserables opened on Broadway, which I tried not to take personally. This new job meant that someone else scraped the curried chicken salad out of the seams of the conference table after the lunchtime story meetings, while I started dealing with writers and the words. This was a fearsome concept at a fashion magazine where the pictures ruled. So I learned fast that the fewer words there were, the better everyone liked them. And when Susie Shine reviewed the results most of the time at least, she approved. The words at Jolie were supervised by Susie, the number two editor, and my boss. Just as I had worked all my life to please my parents and my teachers, I now worked to please Susie Shine, 
which was a little like trying to cuddle up to Mrs. Danvers in Rebecca. Unlike most of Jolie's staff, who seemed to view life as an endless Mardi Gras, dressing in everything from pastel Chanel suits to tiny black rubber dresses, Susie wore gray pants, a white button-down shirt, and no makeup. Every day. Her contacts never fit properly, so she almost always squinted, and rarely smiled. She was pushing 50, I knew, and had been married once. I also knew that more than one person had seen her at clubs, making out with Norma Wilder, an editor at a downtown art magazine. Susie never mentioned Norma Wilder, probably because she was a world-class denier about anything having to do with pleasure. Bagel, no butter. Chicken, no skin. Susie Shine was one grim broad.